Welcome to another episode of Hoosier Nerds Podcast, this time with the four of us, Tim, Mikey, and the two Chris's. Coming Tim, at you live across the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we're very, like, bougie about this, too. We got a mic now, and then we have Tim on speakerphone coming in from uh, New Bedford. Which may or may not have a certain airport. <laughs> may or may not. <laughs> um... So, Chris, you want to lead us off with the elephant in the room? Yes. We're going to lead in with the elephant in the room. Does anybody want to talk about this besides me? I don't really want to. Okay. I don't know much about it. So. And I'm from New Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> so the elephant in the room is we had a, we had a, a subject on our last podcast episode, and now we know that it's true and that it is that the uh, Looney Tunes are irrelevant to kids like 18 and under. Like, they don't even care anymore. See, this is what's wrong with this country. <laughs> I, Looney Tunes are not relevant anymore. So I was at my girlfriend's house, and she has two kids. Well, she has three kids, but two of which are 18 and 16. So I asked them, are the, do kids your age care about Looney Tunes? Do you watch Looney Tunes? Are they relevant? And with a very quick no, we know that they're not so... I just, I just don't know if um, Mr. James is going to have a blockbuster hit on his hands, since nobody. No, I don't know if any of these. I mean, they know who Bugs Bunny were, you know, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. They know who they are, but they're not like clamoring to watch them. They're not going to understand the jokes of when Daffy Duck gets his bill. Exactly. Because the they back. just those jokes are. For, so for LeBron, I, I think he's. I think he's got a bomb on his hands. And it kind of sucks because it's like it's not his first movie because he had that first he had that one movie a couple years ago that he was in with Amy Schumer. Yeah, he was funny in yeah. that movie. He was great in that. He movie. He was really good in that movie. But, but to his lead like a movie, his first lead role because he does want to get in Dak, and that's why he went out to Hollywood. That's I mean, exactly why he went out to Hollywood. Um, he, I don't have you know what? Maybe it's a good thing that we have such low expectations for this movie. This movie might be awesome, and we're just you know. Hating on it right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't want to like the first Space Jam. Yeah. Because of Michael Jordan. And you liked it. And I liked it, yeah. And it's, we, a, we, it's a great movie. We don't want to like this one because of LeBron James. And, and it's going to be... But it's a different kind of dislike with LeBron than it was with Jordan. Yes and no. I... For me, it's the same. I don't like Jordan or LeBron for almost the same reasons I don't. I didn't like Jordan because he beat the Pacers all the time, and he's just that good of a player and wins all the time. But also, I guess with James, there is the political side where he is actually vocal about politics. Unlike, I feel like Jordan. I mean, this doesn't really have to do anything with anything, but Jordan was so much more cocky about being nasty than LeBron is. Well, that he he stayed in one. Has his like cocky moments, but like he's not like sticking his tongue out while he's yamming on people. (laughs) But he stayed in one city the majority of his career. Oh, was that last year? He didn't hop from 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 Cleveland to Miami back to Cle. You know, he didn't go from Chicago to New York back to Chicago to to L.A. and have all these other guys. You know, he didn't do that. He stayed with. I mean. They won those championships with two different teams. They really did. Players came to Yes, to Michael. him. Yes. 
But players go to LeBron too, but but he also goes to he doesn't he, want to, he goes to the winners. He didn't want to win in Cleveland. He wanted to win in Miami. He wanted just that one ring so he could say he won in Cleveland. Yeah. because that's what everyone said. He, he wants ran. to be in L.A. That's he wants to you know. But it's not like Durant, where you know Durant went to uh, a team that won seventy games. That team is such bullshit. It is so stacked. It's ridiculous. Which team? The LeBron team or? No, the Nets. Yeah, but they just got their butts kicked by uh, the, the Lakers, Lakers last night. Yeah, because because they're not playing with all five or six nasty players. Because one's always out hurt, quote unquote, out for health yeah. and safety. Blah blah blah, taking games off. When it comes playoff time, all five or six of them are going to be on the court almost always, and they're just going to wreck teams. They're going to have like 150 points a game. I don't know. The Pacers are, what, seventh seed right now? They're playing on the play-in they'll game. Get, they'll get knocked out in the first round. Yeah, they're going to get knocked out in the first round. They don't have... The Nets just aren't playing at full strength, like, in any given game. I mean, I could you could say that, like, arguably about, like, a lot of teams, but, like, as hurt as my Celtics have been this year, uh, there's no chance in hell that even fully healthy they would be able to stand a chance against a fully manned net team. It it might it might be a good finals Nets and Lakers because that's probably what it's going to be oh, unless, yeah, unless somehow team, Utah. I hope LeBron wins just so this super stacked Nets team doesn't win. Low key, same because I I don't. If it I, wasn't for the super stacked Nets team then I would probably be against LeBron winning again. Same. I just really want him to stay in the league long enough to play with his son. Yeah. That's, it. That's all I want. want That'd be a good story. One year with his son, and then he can retire happily. I just want to see them like either on the same team together, which is I think he timed his contract to end when his son is supposed to come into the league, so yeah. that way he can pick what team uh, he gets drafted to. No, 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 no. Well, LeBron's going to pick what team gets the draft because, you know... Yeah, still, no, he's, he's not going to pick like what team his son gets drafted to. Yeah, he but will. I mean, he's going to pick his team Let's, based on where his son gets drafted. Just like David Stern, Adam Silver will make it, you know, so the lottery gets to make sure that the first team is the right team for LeBron and that they pick uh, Bronny. Like Patrick Ewing? Like Patrick Ewing. The <laughs> the, the, you know, the, 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 the one the, the was folded. was folded in the corner. <laughs> Or everything else. But for the record, we got Rick Smith's like four years later. I mean, that was yeah. a great trade-off. I'm sorry. Hey, Rick Smith's was better, I think. Probably not actually better, but as a Pacers fan, I like I like the the Duncan Dutchman better. They were they they both played that they could they were both a threat outside of yeah. outside as well as the inside. Not like they would be today, where they have to be like a three. I, did, but. I didn't like. What's it? I didn't like him back. I do now. Who? Patrick Ewing. I love his stories. Yeah. He, he, he's he was a coaching great at what? Georgetown player. now. He's a college coach. At, yeah. I think Georgetown. I, I, like, I do like. I do like him now. But back then, of course, he was a Knicks guy. So. Yeah. You didn't. You hated everything Knicks. <laughs> Hicks versus. Hicks. Yeah. What was it? Was it Hicks versus the Knicks versus the Hicks? Knicks versus the Hicks. But let's let's move on to our uh, the main event, another uh, Sedaris film. Andy Sedaris film. I'm in love with this guy's library already. Except first, first movie, Malibu Express kind of sucked. Yes. But 
hard ticket to Hawaii. And speaking of, Chris, as in me, I got, you know, are you, do you throw shirts? <laughs> and then the other Chris should be getting it later this week sometime. That's right. I cannot wait. And then we're going to go to the Comic-Con and be like, you throw? You throw? We're going to throw Frisbees around gonna, the Comic-Con. We're going to call everybody <laughs> turkeys, too. We're going to call everybody a turkey. <laughs> and I need to get some, some mirrored sunglasses. Did you see cheap. mine? I got yes, the cheap ones from I Kohl's. did. I'm going to have to get some mirrored sunglasses. No. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get the Ray-Bans like he has. I'm not spending $200, no. but... Um, so yeah, Andy said the, the Picasso Trigger. Picasso Trigger. Which is an, a sequel. It is the sequel to Hard Ticket Because it has uh, Kieran. How do you say her, that one girl's name? I don't know. The... The two girls from the last from Hard Ticket to Hawaii were in this one, along with another brother, oh, Taryn. Taryn. Taryn, yes. Travis Abilene. Yeah, another yeah, Abilene. Rowdy Abilene in, uh, in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. They just maybe it's like Bonds. They just give him the Abilene name. His brother? No, they were brothers. Whatever. Oh. This one was Travis Abilene. Okay. And I loved his hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It was just so that you know that natural curl that just like it didn't move. So. Uh, Picasso Trigger, which <laughs> this movie was all over the place. <laughs> the first thirty minutes was kind of sucky. I didn't know who the, their character, like st- like structure of the character. I knew nothing. I didn't know who. All I knew was that the girls were agents for like federal agents. But we still don't know what agency. They're it's just, just agents. federal agents. Yes. That there's no, we there's no character background at all. They just names and boobs. Boobs. <laughs> Eighteen minutes in, and they're showering and sleeping with no clothes on. And that's a record, you know, for the first two. Uh, right. The first two is like the first scene. We got. I know, right? Movie. It took a whole eighteen minutes this time to see one of the federal agents in the shower. <laughs> it's like squints in. in. The Sandlot. What? Remember Squints in the Sandlot? No. When he's talking about Wendy Peppercorn? I, don't, I haven't seen the Sandlot in years. <laughs> is it lotioning? What is it? Stunning and lotioning? Or... She, was, yeah. she kept... knows what she's doing. She's so lotioning. <laughs> <she. laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. So she was lathering. Can we? Let's just. <laughs> I don't even know where to start talking about this movie. I guess we, we we talked about the boobs, so that's any. Beginning. Well, well, yes, Tim. The first scene, I already knew the guy was a serial killer because he was buttoning. He started buttoning his shirt from the middle button. Yeah. How do you guys when you start buttoning your shirt? Where do you start? Top well, or they, I do top. Well, they yeah. all, did he go up or did he just start he at went the middle up and, and then went he down. went down? Because they all wore their shirts like with their chest hair. No, 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 not not Picasso trigger the the. The Mad Lad. He started the middle, he went up, and then he went started to on the bottom ones. I didn't catch that. I did. It, bo- it bugged me. I this put, is, let's talk about the plot. What, okay. what happened? Well, it starts off with the Picasso Trigger guy. I forget his real name. I just know his, his code name was Picasso his Trigger. His code name was Picasso Trigger. Um, he was donating a painting I from some punch. famous painter. It was Van Gogh. It was supposed to be oh, Van Gogh. Oh, it was, it was supposed Van to be Van Gogh, but it wasn't a Van Gogh. Of a Picasso trigger, which is an actual fish, we've come to find out. It is. Um, and then his priest butler, who was in the weirdest <laughs> sidecar ever in a motorcycle, pulls out a freaking rifle and shoots him with it when he's leaving the event. 
And then it just creates a domino effect of then the the brother of the bad guy in the last movie starts knocking off agents. Yes, because he's mad because they killed his brother in in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's oiling what, and lotioning. Is, is this a movie plot? Yeah, this is the plot oiling of the movie. Oiling and lotioning. Like lotioning and oiling. <laughs> Tim, you need to look up these movies. How can you not be? We told you to watch these movies, Tim. I, I was looking and I, I, I don't Tim. know how to read. <laughs> so, okay, I think what we need to do is say there's a new Star Wars or new Star Trek spinoff. There you go. It's there called. You go. You gotta, it's called Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Watch these episodes. We just gotta name the episodes, right? And then you're just okay. Watch this one. It's called Picasso Trigger. You gotta I, take the link like people used to do with the Rick Rolls. <laughs> that you know what? When that priest shot that guy, he was like freaking Oswald. Oswald with his Mandlicker Carcano. It was a bolt action rifle, and he just guns him down like Kennedy in the middle of this. <laughs> In the middle of this painting open house. And he just zooms off on the... Alejandro Felipe Salazar was Picasso Trigger. Oh, yeah. I remember there's some, like... What's funny is they're in Paris, and they never speak French. They spoke uh, Spanish and English <laughs> the whole time. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You guys are in Paris. Where's the French? I came for the French. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of... my these. Are, okay, so these are the basic notes of the movie. So, yeah, we had no idea who the people were for the first half hour of the movie. Except, hold on, we got one name. It was his, it, it was his nickname for the uh, the director of the agency, you know, the Texan, the guy that was from Texas. Yeah. His name was Uncle Long Dong. <laughs> Uncle Long Dong. I wrote that down too, Uncle Long Dong. And he's like, what's up, Uncle Long Dong? I was like, um, excuse me? Is, is this the, the type of uncle that you name Uncle Long Dong for a reason? Yeah, how does he know that his uncle, was he his uncle? Did he really know that he had a long dong if his name? I mean, what kind of pedophilia they got going on here before that we don't may not know about? Um, you had the fake waving. Remember the guy was walking through the party? Yeah. And he's like waving at people. And you know it was like oh, fake yeah. waving. Yeah. And, and pointing at people and waving. And when they're supposed to be talking to you, I think they're at the strip club or the club or whatever. It's not really a strip club. They're doing some weird... That stupid dance with those two girls? Yeah. Well, they, yeah. they look not even into it. They're not smiling like... <laughs> He's bang, doing bang. arm motions. Yeah, I'm doing arm motions for all of you who can't see. Um, and when they're in there talking to each other, the two unnamed agents, they're not even looking at each other. They're like looking at the camera, like dead on. Yeah, at the like camera. they were both, one was behind the other. How did they hear each other? I don't know. It, it's a and mystery. you had the two agents that got killed going back to the field office. Because the guy pulled a bazooka out in a helicopter and shot him. He shot a bazooka out of a helicopter. To me, that would have brought that helicopter down. The backblast would have killed everybody in there. <laughs> and why were they in Vegas oh, and they're driving oh. to like L.A. in the middle of the desert? And they're taking the back road. Because they took the back road, yeah. Because they're agents. They don't take the main highway. I guess. A lot of, and you could tell like beepers were in the mix because they used beepers quite a bit. Yeah. And like they would get these messages on their beepers. Um... Oh yeah, the when we first get back to our main characters from the last movie, they take a shower and then they go diving. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they both showered. That was oiling, oiling and lotioning, lotioning and oiling. That's what Squint said. So she was lathering and rinsing, lathering and rinsing all of her humps, her agent body parts. 
Um, can we talk about the racism that happened when they were trying to kill these two agents? You can't say. What about give them a lay and blow them away? Give them a lay and blow them That's away. That's L-E-I lay, not L-A-Y lay. Because we're in they, Hawaii. Because we're in because Hawaii. Hawaii. What they did was gave these people Hawaii lays. And then that was the key that the assassins, that these are the people that they had to kill. <laughs> yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, and give them a lay and blow them away. What was their message back after they killed them? There was some other uh, code words. It was, gave them a lay, now they're... I don't remember something else. Recently. I don't have that one in my notes. All, it wasn't I as, was, yeah. all I have was give them a lay and blow them away. It wasn't as good. Um, and then when they're trying to kill the agents on the boat, they have a Japanese model kamikaze plane. <laughs> that was it! In Hawaii! Yeah. In Hawaii. <laughs> the guy who's... Yeah, they're circling the boat. The guy who's flying the plane with the remote control puts on, you know, one of the uh, Japanese uh, pilot <laughs> headbands. You know, you see all the Japanese pilots used in the movies. Um, just why? And then they, you know, they ram it into the boat and it's like a nuke goes off. You know, like a little <laughs> model plane that you could buy at Hobby Lobby. And they fly it into the boat, it was and like the nuke goes it off. Was, it looked like it looked like the like the coyote had strapped a couple sticks of dynamite to an airplane to blow up the Roadrunner, <laughs> and then he blows himself up. That's what it was like. And don't forget, they had the C four on the boomerang that showed up oh, later. I was going to bring that up later. The C four boomerang. Well, they showed that at the same time. They did. They just didn't like they they had it. Oh, she did have the boomerang, but they hadn't strapped the C four to yes. it yet. Then okay, so our 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 hero, which was Ra- oh, was it Randy Abilene? No, no, Travis Abilene. Travis drove a Ferrari three hundred eight, like Magnum PI, scene for scene. Scene for scene. So we're watching this movie, right? And he pulls over to talk to this girl on the side of the road in his Ferrari three hundred eight, and they show they show it like they show him, and then they show the back end of the car, and he tears off. Off the grass, back onto the highway in this Ferrari, and I was like, "Wait a second. This is a complete ripoff of the Magnum PI opening credit scene, because they show Tom Selleck, and it says Tom Selleck, and he, he, he show him in the 308, and then he tears off of the grass, back onto the highway in his Ferrari 308. That was scene for scene, just like Magnum PI. So they obviously ripped that off." Maybe, I, I don't know if people would have caught it. I'm sure people would have caught it back then. Back then, All yeah. the six people that saw this movie. <laughs> Jeez, we're more like half of them. Right? But so what? I mean, these movies, they're, they're bad. They're so bad, they are good. Yeah. Like, I would watch this movie again. I've seen a lot of terrible movies. Yeah. But, it's... like, like, I'll never watch The Horse Whisperer again. Well, that's a Robert Redford movie. <laughs> but I would watch this movie. I'll never watch Birdemic again. Did you see it without the riff track? No. You saw the riff track? Yeah, I had to Birdemic? watch the riff track for That yeah. movie's terrible. That was even the riff tracks got couldn't really it, it, help. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I like this movie. Travis Abilene, he's a real cool dude. He wore that really cool jean jacket I wanted, you know, with like the fake leather mm-hmm. on it. And he had his nice curly you know, kind of hair, kind of mullety, but not really mullety uh-huh. in the back. And okay, so you know, after the girls' boat got blown up, yes, the guy who picks them up in that truck, he sounded like the one, the one guy from the swamp in Waterboy. 
Oh, yeah. Like the coach in the water boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you have to be from the middle of the swamp in Louisiana to know what he's saying. I didn't realize Hawaii was so swampy. Or were they in Hawaii when they were on the swamp? Or was that Texas? Were they in Texas? That was Texas there. They, no, they do have some te- swampy areas there. They traveled in this movie. They weren't just in... Yeah, you know, they weren't just in Hawaii. They traveled. Paris. They had Texas. that big shootout on these boats. And we oh, find yeah, out that the middle of like Texas. Yeah, Travis Abilene, he cannot shoot anything either, just like his other two brothers. And he has a he has a random Luger like the uh, like the one brother had a big ass three fifty seven Magnum. <laughs> right? He has Travis has a Luger straight from like an officer from the German army. <laughs> and of course, like you said, he can't hit a moving target to save his life. And he backed into the camera. Yeah. Oh. While he was sh- like during the shootout <laughs> on the boat, the camera like shook. The camera shook because like his head like I mean he must have clocked himself on that camera. That had to hurt. But he ran into the camera during the dramatic shootout on the boat. Then that chick with some homemade bolt action rifle. No, no, no. no. That's a survival. I don't know what it is with uh, Sedaris and his survival rifles, but that's a survival rifle you put into like your little. Uh, bush plane, and you go up into like Alaska. It's a little twenty-two long rifle. It's a bolt action. Yeah, it's a it's a little survival rifle. Okay, you use it to shoot like birds and squirrels. So That's you don't right. Starve. They were in uncertain Texas. That's just where they were. Yeah, Remember? which you looked up, Mikey. Yeah, it's a real place. Is it a real oh, place? Yeah. Where at? Did you see where in Texas? It's like right on the border between uh Tex the on the east side Texas and uh, Louisiana. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that would explain why it's so swampy. Yeah, that was just said. There is, I knew there was swamp land in Texas. Yeah, in uncertain Texas. And don't forget the Andy, yeah, Andy Sedaris it. does have a cameo on the golf oh, course yeah. with his nut cutter shorts on. And he, can we talk about how he should be in the Masters? Oh, wow, it is on a swamp land. Holy crap. Yes. Sedaris should have been playing in the Masters this weekend. He sunk a 90-foot putt. And he, he, he hit it, threw his golf club up, threw his, uh, took a puff of a cigarette, threw it up. His caddy caught it and took yes. a, a puff of it. That down. was pretty awesome. And then it, he, sinks it, he sinks the putt. A 90-foot putt with a pink ball from your local putt-putt golf course. Because <laughs> it was a pink ball. Um... But and then after that they start doing like the planning for like knocking off the the crime boss and everything, um, and we fi- come to find out that the warehouse boss from Hartuka to Hawaii got a promotion. He is now the professor and invents all their weapons. He had the watch lighter. Remember the yes, watch? He had a that watch was pretty lighter. badass. They had um, a watch lighter. He made a gun for out of the guy's uh, crutch. Which was also a border, That's also a Geiger counter, yes, <laughs> and also had laser targeting on it. Because remember, he like lasered onto the guy's like heart. Uh, That's right. He uh, Picasso trigger had a heart. Uh, That's right. He had a, oh, he had Picasso trigger had a had a uh, the thing that like he had a pacemaker pacemaker and it has a GPS system in it. Yeah, and he locked onto it and then shot a mortar out of this uh, crutch <laughs> and in his cast. His cast has the bullets, the missiles, the mortars, and all yes, this extra all of good doodads. And of course, while they're on assignment, they have to go into a hot tub. Yes, because it helps. It helps her think. Topless. Topless. Taryn. 
Taryn has to be in a they, hot they tub. They have to be in a hot tub for the gratuitous nudity. Then they go to that building as telephone repair people. <laughs> and the guy's got his shirt wide open. Your guy. Oh, yeah, the karate dude. The karate with, dude. With the ponytail. Yeah, the karate dude. Hell yeah. From the last movie, who's now the head of, like, SeaWorld in Hawaii. <laughs> he was a TV repairman, and they were walking around with their shirt open. and or, No, they were, I'm sorry, they were telephone repair people, weren't they? Yeah. And that whole bad acting job. Who was that guy? Then they ended up throwing that guy out the window. How, he was some... He was some like boss in the in the moth in this mafia. And I love in Andy Sedaris movies. He always throws somebody out of like a thirty story thirty story building, and they start they like float because they're not real, obviously. Yeah, you see him. Like there's two trademarks. Down. I mean, well, actually, there's three trademarks. He's in the movie. He throws somebody out of a thirty story building, so he floats down because it's a dummy, and he uh-huh. blows people up with bombs, bazookas, and mortars, and like the clothes fly up in the air. And there's nothing left of the person. It's like a rip-off Michael Bay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this must be where Michael Bay studied. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was on it, yeah. Um, also, the, they go, the, the, the TV, the, the, the telephone repair guy goes in that place, right? Yeah. The, the, the henchmen were wearing karate geese yeah. with machine guns. And then he... And a knife. And a knife. And he drops his shotgun... To try to use his knife. <laughs> and then they proceed to get their butt kicked by uh, Karate Dude. By the Karate Dude. Can we talk about Mikey's hero in this movie? The Karate Dude? No, 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 no. The, 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 the yoked guy. Oh, yeah. What, what was his name? The big muscle builder. I don't know what his name was, oh, the, but he was the, the big, bodybuilder. Yeah. The, the guy on steroids. He, he had muscles on his muscles. It was fucking awesome. And he, like, tore this guy's arm. I don't know, he didn't tear it off, but... Yeah, he could have. He could have. <laughs> that guy's humongous. I think he was... That's Roy Gray Jennings' finest. I'm not lying. And that was his only part of the movie. He was, like, at the meeting, and then he was, you know, tearing this guy apart. And he was... Well, in, the, in Hard to Get to Hawaii, he was just a guy that didn't know how to carry a shotgun. He was a bad guy. I know he was, but... No, no, he was in, he was in the other one. He was in Picasso Trigger. No, no, no. He was in Malibu Express. Oh, Malibu Express. Was, that's right. He was chasing Abilene through the desert. That's not knowing right. how to hold her shotgun. Right, my bad. I thought he died in that. No, he got left in the desert. He got left in the desert. Because they shot his leg. and he, They had to lift back out of the desert with an open wound. Yes. Donna and Taryn are their federal agents. I'm trying to see who... He doesn't have any pictures, so I don't know who the black guy is with the big... I don't know if they ever said his name. Or the karate guy. Who's the karate guy? I don't know who... Who was Hondo? That was Hondo. The, the, I think the Hondo was the black guy. No, Hondo is not the black guy. Oh. His name is Bruce Penhall. You can't get any more white than that. <laughs> he does a lot of... He still does a lot of work, but I don't know who the karate guy is. I wish I knew who the karate... Steve Bond is the guy with Travis Abilene. And, um... He uh, he does a lot of work too. He's still pretty busy, actually. Honestly. A lot of the people in these movies, not like all the main people, still do work. Him. He's old now. Was that the karate guy? I, I believe so. What's his he name? doesn't have his ponytail. Rodrigo Obergar. Ober, his name, name was Miguel Ortiz in there, I think. But that that's what it looks like. No, it's Harold Diamond. 
Harold No, it's Dyer. not. Oh, oh I, I have to take it. Hold Wait, on. What is this guy's name? Rodrigo what? Yep, it's Harold Diamond. Wait, his name is Harold Diamond? Yes. That makes it even better. No way! In real life or in the movie? No, in real life. Actor, hard ticket to Hawaii. Here he is. That's him! He was in Rambo 3. Picasso Trigger. King Arthur Thunder. He stays busy, too. That's what I was saying. A lot of these actors, I've looked at some of them, they're all pretty active in, like, you know, B-movies. He's not in the next movie, though. I'm a little disappointed. Is he in any of the next ones? No. He must have... That's disappointing. He did Picasso Trigger, Rambo 3, Spellbinder, Killing American Style, Train to Kill, Gypsy. He is not. Oh. I don't know who the... He had a picture on there, though. He posed with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, I mean, he's like the cheap Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I mean, that's he's what like you a, said. Yeah. That's what you said when we watched Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Oh, I did. Yeah. I remember that. But, yeah... I'll, I like him too. I'm trying to find your. Who was the guy? They don't have the guy who was the, the bodybuilder. I don't know. He, he never. He didn't really have a speaking role. So. Oh. Um, <laughs> so Call of Duty ripped off this movie because remember they had RCXD. Oh yeah. So I don't, if you don't play Call of Duty, you probably don't know, but they have like an RC car. And the, in the same vein of the RC plane that they strap like TNT to. And RC car inbound. <laughs> oh, what? that was Tim. Tim scared <laughs> the crap out of me. I forgot you were here still, Tim, because you weren't saying anything. Well, he didn't watch the movie like he yeah. was supposed to. Um, no, but... In pizza, though, so... <laughs> okay, your, your excuse. Taryn drives it into the building and just detonates it. Doesn't kill any of the guys. She then has to shoot one of them, and the other guy shoots her. They took... They took they took shelter in a paper walled like section think, of the house. Think a paper wall like a Japanese house, um, and she gets shot. Doesn't get you know hurt because her little her little skimpy vest is bulletproof apparently. You know that was yes she did have a bulletproof vest on, but that must have been a thing because the year before, the Deadpool came out. It was the last Dirty Harry movie. Yeah. They had a remote control car with a with dynamite on it because they were trying to kill Dirty Harry and his partner. Mm-hmm. And his car was going like 90 mile an hour. This little RC car was through the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, it's flying through the air. It's pretty badass, actually. So that must have been like a thing back then to strap TNT to a remote control car to blow shit up. I'm, I'm guessing the uh, the IRA in I- Ireland did it. You think that's where it yeah, came from? Yeah, that's probably where they got it from. The freaking Irish dude. <laughs> Don't they use a little RC type car in that movie with the I can't think of the name of it with the bus when it won't slow down? Speed. With no. Keanu? No. That was they used a like a like a shop cart almost like a little. Oh yes. Okay. But I don't know. They they kill all the bad guys. They do some weird chase scene with a jet ski and a random hovercraft. Oh yeah, and <laughs> the rented hovercraft. Yeah. We, we what was the rental company? Did I don't. Really, they didn't. It, I don't. I don't know if I wrote it down. You can see the rental company on the back that rented them this hovercraft. You know, like the bumper. It was hovercraft a bumper hovercraft that you see at like the tourist traps with like the mini golf and uh, um, go karts. It's one of those types of things. You forgot during the big fight in the hotel with Mikey's favorite 
Van Damme ripoff was he got shot through a wall with his machine gun and then oh, ripped, after, the, ripped the wall down to get through it. Even though he was blind? Uh, yes, he was blind. Karate guy poked his <laughs> eyes out. <laughs> you, people, you have to watch these films. I mean, I have an all new respect for movie makers and I've seen a lot of big blockbuster movies that aren't as entertaining as these movies. Go into these movies with no expectation. Go in just wanting to, you know, turn your brain off and watch. You forgot about the other blooper in the fight scene. So where his shotgun's in one hand that he drops real quick to hold the knife in the same hand. Yeah. But also that he's got blood on his face before he even gets punched in the mouth. That's another hallmark of a Sedaris film. (laughs) They have blood blood before they even get punched. And of course, we got to remember... At the end of the movie, they're all on the Malibu Express, or a Malibu Express, talking about what happened. And, of course, the girls are in skimpy outfits. Yes. And Taryn, of course, because she's not an actual agent, she's a civilian, kept evidence yeah. of the Picasso Trigger, which is like a $30 million painting. Yes. <laughs> and they and, all laugh together. And then they all laugh. And then they do a flashback with all like the girls and their naked... Right. Top scenes, topless scenes. Well, don't forget that he coordinated the, the, the mortar to blow the guy up. Uh, we brought that up when I was talking about the... He used a calculator. Oh, he... Yeah, he used a regular TI... It was like a regular calculator. TI-1000. Yes, that was attached to the, to the thing. So, all in all, I mean, I'm loving this these Andy Sedaris movies. I cannot wait for the next one, which is going to be... Which one? I don't know. Do you remember that? I'll have to look it up. Hang on. Uh, we're professionals, as you can definitely tell. <laughs> it's like Miami something or other, ain't it? I don't know. No, Savage Beach. Savage Beach. Savage Beach. I thought it was Return to Savage Beach. No, it's Savage Beach. DEA agents flying cargo as part of their cover... Make an emergency landing on a remote island in the Pacific where several unscrupulous parties are looking for a WW2 gold treasure. Whoa. So let's see who. Oh, I mean. It's, you know why I thought of Return to Savage Beach? No, because his, Return his is last, the sequel. His last movie he made in 1998, Sedaris, was Lethal Ladies Return to Savage Beach. Yes. Well, this is Savage Beach. So this only has. Donna and Taryn in it. And you got Captain Does Anderson. It, do we have any Abilene's? No Abilene's. No Abilene's. Well, you already got three of them dead. Oh, no, they're not dead. They're not dead. They're, they're just, not dead. Oh, they're no, just... we, get, we get Shane Abilene. Shane Abilene? Yeah. Really? Played by Michael J. Shane. Well, that's... His only work he ever did. Actually, never mind. No, it's not. No, he he plays in the three more. Uh, he plays in all the rest of the. Uh, okay, movies. We, we, I cannot wait to watch this movie because in the did you know section of IMDb, all principal actresses in this film were former Playboy playmates. All right. Thank you, Andy Sedaris. This guy had to have been like something in Playboy at some point. A creep. Like, he just hired them to be in... Did I hear something interesting through the crunching of my Cheez-Its? Yes, you did. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) So, 
You, you're three you movies behind, Tim. You need to get caught up. These are all... F- most of them are free on YouTube. You can find them on yeah, you YouTube. You can find them on YouTube or whatever. They're, they're like 90 minutes long. Um, and you, they don't, don't feel like you're wasting your time. So as I was looking at Andy Sedaris's IMDb uh, page, mm-hmm. did you know he won an Emmy for the 1968 Olympic Games? Shut up! He was a director on the 1968 Olympic Games and won an Emmy. Good for him. That's awesome. So he is he is no slouch. He has an award. He has an award. I mean, he's an award-winning director. I mean, can say that you know, there's a lot of directors out there you can't say that about. And he probably just got so rich he just wanted to make his own movies and no one could really stop him. So it's just like he got to do what he wanted to do. But I I look at him like as almost like cult films. They, I think they are cult films. You know, you just you you just don't hear a lot about. I mean, there's so many different kind of cult classics out there. There's got to be a fa- there's got to be guys like us out there who love these movies well, like we do. When when I was looking before we even started the first with Hard Ticket to Hawaii, I, I looked it up, and the description of it is the cult classic. So it definitely has a cult following. Like some of these. I mean, they're not gonna have you throw T-shirts. If the, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's with like twenty different colors. That's a sign of a cult classic. Is when you got your own T-shirt going. I mean, I've got my own T-shirt, honestly. But you're not a cult classic. I'm not a cult classic yet. Yet. (laughs) You're getting ahead of the game. I am. I've already got my shirts, so I figure you know one day I'll be a cult classic. But um, I'm loving Andy Sedaris. Thank you, Mr. Sedaris, for making these. He passed away in '07. Oh my God, that's depressing. I thought he was still alive. Well, thank you, sir, Mr. Sedaris. We salute you. We salute you because you are <laughs> a movie genius. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> um, so, if we have no more to say about this, let's go into like what we've been watching this week or what we finished up. I've been watching The Office, Chris. <laughs> cheesy ass jokes about Chris that you don't think is funny, Chris. I don't think the office. Is funny. The office has. I would go to my grave saying this. I don't. The office think. has like a handful of good episodes. Exactly, and everything else with the office is one line per episode that's funny. That's not. And you gotta watch thirty minutes to get to that one line. That's I think funny. the shows are hysterical. No. Wrong. You're wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Oh, before we get to this part, let's, I forgot something. It's very important to us in the last decade. Game of Thrones, 10 years ago today. Yes. Aired its first, was it 10 years ago today or 10 years? It was probably sometime last week. It was probably Saturday or Friday or something. So it came out in 2011? Yeah, 10 years ago, aired its first episode. What was it called? Beyond the Wall, I think? What was the first? I forget the first episode's name. Nightwatch? It came out April, it had to have been April 10th, because that was a Sunday. So that was probably been the first day because it showed it was always on Sunday nights. Instead of Googling this, I'm looking it up on my. Oh. Shit, it doesn't have it on this. Yeah, so it was. It would be Saturday. Yeah, it would have been it yesterday. Been, it would have been. Yeah. We were recording this on Sunday, the 11th. Winter is coming was the name of the first episode. Oh. 
And I, I won't lie, I wasn't hooked. I didn't watch it till the second season. Like we didn't either. We st- we found out. Um, my brother's like, yeah, we're gonna watch a show called Game of Thrones, but we have to watch the first season first because the second season looks cool. Yeah. That's how we got hooked. We, oh, we yeah. binge watched the whole first season. Um, and I, I gotta admit, the first season didn't catch me until the third or fourth episode. It didn't hook me. But after that, I'm just looking at oh, the no, bookcase it, behind me. I got every season on like, Blu-ray. I got a freaking statue. I got every book. It's April 17th is the day. Winter's Coming debuted April 17th, 2011. So it was. So it's next week. It's next week. Okay, well, HBO and Game of Thrones did their thing this week, so. Well, this is the whole build-up, probably. Yeah. That was a great show. Well, I know Except I know that. you posted something on Twitter, but what were you guys' like, favorite moments? Red Wedding. Red Wedding? Because that, that is nothing more shocking. That is the most shocking episode in TV history, in my opinion. That's one of the things that, like, that sticks out to me the most. Because you didn't see it coming. I mean, you did. Unless you read you the books. Yeah. I read half the books. Well, they're all right there. I know yeah. you got all the... I'm missing one. I got I got lost when... I don't know when I'm... I don't care. Because I, I remember, like, when I was... So when I, I lived in Florida and I was a bachelor. And I used to go eat at uh, Ruby Tuesdays every weekend. Without fail. That was my deal. And... I went so much that I knew all the waiters and waitresses and managers and stuff. And I remember one of the waitresses was getting caught up on Game of Thrones. And I said, has she got to the Red Wedding yet? <laughs> she, was, she was loving the show. She's like, oh, she's talking about Rob Stark and yeah, all this yeah, stuff. You know, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, that's how it goes. Has she got to the Red, red Wedding Don't yet? get attached. She's like, she's like, I don't think she has. She's like, hey, have you seen, I think she was like two episodes behind. She's like, I said, so where are you at? Well, this, this happened. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, we just left it at that. So the next time I go in there, she had seen the Red Wedding episode. So I was like, so did you get caught up? Oh my God, I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, I, it's like, you need to like request that next day off of work just so you can, you can grieve. That was that was the that was the harshest if, episode of anything I've ever seen. If it seen. wasn't Red Wedding, I think it was when you first... The first episode where the dragons actually did something when you know the one guy's holding a uh, Drogon by the chain and Daenerys says Dracaris and he yeah. just burns everything. Oh, yeah. You actually see the dragons do something, but you gotta wait for like four more seasons for them to do anything again. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Nothing. There's been. There's not. There's not. Come on, Ari. Ari is a uh, Mikey's cat. Um... <laughs> Um, not Ari from the show. Um, what was I doing? Oh, there's there hasn't been a show since I don't think ever again where we're all you know we all go to your house or your house or come over to where my you're place glued to, watch to the, the show. TV right. Yeah. And for like the next week, it's all you talk about because we were in school, uh-huh. uh, college, and you know the entire next week we'd be talking about it, and they're like, okay, so we going to your place or my place. Uh, drinks or no drinks, pizza or eat before. <laughs> well, I mean, nowadays, aside from it's, it's gonna have to take, it's gonna have to take a streaming platform like HBO where they release it on a weekly basis. Yeah, I think HBO instead will do of that. instead of Netflix where they do, you know, they release everything at the same time. So, um, my hope is for the next uh, Game of Thrones series to hook us like that. I hope so because it. They're not speeding it up. They've, they're working slowly on it. They are doing kind of the same thing where they have like your known actors and actresses, but they're not the main people. They are 
Um, but they have like a bunch of unknown or oh, they, but they did that in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean to a point. I mean, uh, I mean, they did have what's his name? Ned Stark was but a he, big name actor. Spoilers: He died in the first season. But no, he was a big <laughs> first but then episode. You had your, yeah. but, so, okay, so Charles Dance was, was he was last episode that season. No, he got episode two. No, and he got his head cut off. No. Yes. Oh, okay. But yeah, so Charles Dance was in it, and he was a uh, he's a big, Charles Dance. He was uh, the Lannisters' dad. Oh yeah, but he's the, a big he's a big name actor. Cersei was a pretty. Cersei was a big name actor, um, and then you had uh, Tyrion was an up. Uh, uh, what's his name? Peter Dinklage. Name. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. All he was known for though literally was Elf. Yeah, and Death at a Wedding. <laughs> and the then um, Diana Rigg, of course. Cersei. Well, no, well, uh, no Diana Rigg was the the, uh, the, the queen. The, the queen uh, that was telling the, uh, Dorn. She was oh yeah, Lady yeah. of Roses or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, but she was a Bond girl, wasn't she? She was in the Mod Squad, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but she was a big, like you said, they were side actors. And aside from what's her name, Lena Headey. Yeah, basically. Well, Lena Headey wasn't that big at that point. Anyway, she kind of gone down. I wasn't gone downhill, but she wasn't as big as she was. Right. Exactly. So, um, she wasn't Zena anymore. No, wait, no, she wasn't Zena. That's Lucy Lawless. My bad. I was thinking of Spartacus. Lena Headey was... She was in 300, I know, right? Yeah, she was in 300. I think my favorite part of Game of Thrones was when Princess Kenny came back to save PlayStation from Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of my garden! Oh, and then you got the South Park theme song. Weeder, 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 That was the Red Red Robin wedding, is that what it was? It's coming, it's coming. And then a big floppy wiener comes out. Oh man, that was a great episode. You know, I watched an interview with George R.R. Martin. And he talked about that. Don't you and, mean George R. R. Martin? <laughs> <laughs> and he he talked about the South Park episode. Yeah, he liked it. He's like, I liked it. That's He's, a privilege yeah. to be made fun of on it, game, on on South Park. South Park and uh, SNL. SNL, not really. Yeah, yeah. SNL. And Futurama. No, not. Futurama. <laughs> yeah, of course. They I know they like made Stephen fun of Brad Hawking. Paisley on South Park, and his avatar on Twitter for the longest time was his South Park. Who's the guy that played that the character. dog? Um, George Clooney George was the Clooney dog. Was the dog? No, but who's the one singer that if you get a rip, he rips you. You know you've made it. He did White and Nerdy. Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al. It, it, he, South Park's on the same level. Well, as Ghost Al. Adventure, Ghost Hunters. They made fun of Ghost Hunters, yeah. and they're like, "I feel something warm coming down my leg." And they were peeing and pooping themselves because uh, yeah. they were scared. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they thought it was hysterical because I remember them tweeting about it. It, it, it smells like poo. <laughs> <laughs> no, Billy Mays, leave me alone. <laughs> Speaking of streaming uh, or TV shows that are have ended or coming to an end, the last episode of Shameless was on today on HBO. So wow. Shameless is over. After that show was like ten seasons. Jeez, I think I no eleven maybe, seasons. I'm sorry. I think I watched maybe six or seven. That was a. Gr- I binge watched it like all last year, either like the year before. You, I binge watched it. About it for a while. It was so good from start to finish. It was a great show. I like the way they ended it. It ended really well. It didn't end stupid. 
Um, you those kids grew up on that show. I mean, oh yeah. But what a great show! I mean, I, I I'm kind of sad to see it end because uh, William H Macy is spectacular in that show as Frank Gallagher. He's good at anything he's in, though. Really, um, he's just one of them solid actors that he's never he's never huge. But I mean, he was great in Boogie Nights. He was great in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that he's he was in Mystery Men too. I believe he's a Mystery Men. Uh, just, I fucking love Mystery Men. He's Finally, a Mystery Men. That's what he's crazy. That he's a great heard actor. Of and loves Mystery Men. Thank you. I've never seen Mystery Men. It's so it, fantastic. So. Be the shoveler. He was the shoveler, wasn't he? Was he the shoveler? I, I think he was the shoveler. the shoveler. That sounds right. Because Pee Wee Herman was the spleen, right? Yes, he was the spleen. <laughs> he's the spleen. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great movie. And then the the guy with the the forks, and he's like, "Why do you throw s- spoons and forks? Wouldn't it be so much better if you threw knives?" Oh my god, that's such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blue Raja. Yeah, Janine Ruffalo was the bowler. William H Macy was the shoveler. Kel Mitchell was Invisible Boy, and he was never invisible. Which I feel like the uh, South Parks. Um, what is Cartman's little gang called? The, um... The Coon Squad? The, yes, I feel like the Coon and Friends Coon are, friends. Essentially, are essentially the mystery men, if you think about it. You can, like, kind of match them up each with... The Mosquito! He would be, like, the spleen. Fast pass. <laughs> ben Stiller was furious. He would get really mad. That was his superpower. He would just get really mad. <laughs> He would, like, shake his head. <laughs> and then the girl with the bowling ball. Yeah, that was yeah, that was the bowler. That's Janine Garofalo. She had a head in her bowling ball, right? That was her dad's head or something. Yeah, her yeah. dad's head. Yeah, William H. Macy was the shoveler. That's right. What the hell is that? Alrighty. It's the cat. Okay. So, anyway... William H. Macy's great. Big if you want to binge watch. <laughs> isn't it on Netflix, is it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I don't think it's all the way caught up. No, but that's a great like a show. Season behind I highly recommend it. Um, Not that any of this by this is my recommendations anyway, because y'all are losers and I'll watch millennials. It. Blue Tunes, though. Good show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I started watching Naruto Shippuden, finally, after so many years. Shippuden! Shippuden. 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 the same thing! <laughs> and also, about a year late, but I finally started doing it, I started watching the Harley Quinn show on HBO Cartoon. Max. I told you that show was badass. He did. I, first episode, I was laughing my butt off. Uh, it's just Harley and Ivy and uh, Harley's crew now out causing shenanigans. Yes. You, I got, the, you, got, the, you got the shark guy. Yep. And King Shark. Yes. Who's the who's the IT guy and I like how it's like the world's kind of just accept that there's villains and heroes and they uh-huh. try to like match up like, you know, hey, I'm trying to find my nemesis, so there's like PR squads for Yes, it. yeah, right. That's and a there's like show. real reality or like realtors for like helping you try to find your secret lair. <laughs> And the, like the reality show with the one lady, like when uh, Robin got caught lying. Oh yeah. 
It's a good show. I like it. It's a very good show. And, of course, I watched the next episode of The Mighty Ducks. Great show. I mean, it's, it, it, there's, it's a family show. It's like the movie. It's just it's cut out of the... It's just like the movie. You're not going to go... Eh. Quack, quack. It's, yeah, it's a really good movie. It's got... Uh, Emilio Estevez is in it. Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> Mighty Duckman himself. <laughs> you saw The Breakfast Clubber. Um, it's a great show. I highly recommend it. Lauren Graham's in it. She plays this ki- uh, the mother of this kid who gets cut from the ducks, and the, so they start their own hockey team, and um, they're called the Don't Bothers. That's the name of the team. It's called the Don't Bothers. Because nobody wants to be on their team. Nobody likes them, and they're terrible. So, and it ties in with the movie. It really does. Because mm-hmm. Gordon Bombay, so it has a tie-in with the movie. It's a cute little show. It's a good 30-minute watch. It says 35 minutes, but since it's Disney, and they list the 87 different uh, voice actors for every other country it's in, it's only like 28 minutes. They got to list them every time? Yes, yeah. they do. Like, even if you don't actually listen to them? Yeah. That's the same with the... Uh... One division when I watched it. Yes, they had way. like eight, seven minute credits. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. the way the duck, the money ducks. Yeah, is. yeah. Speaking of, yeah, I did watch Vaughn Division. <coughs> watch episodes three through nine. Because <laughs> I, I heard the first two is pretty pointless. I mean, you basically just you can get a glimpse of the first two episodes by the beginning of each other episode because yep. they kind of piece it together and then at the end it really kind of throws everything in there wasn't bad i don't know like i kind of got a sense of where it was going like maybe around episode six or so like i knew it was all like they kind of pointed it all towards it was all wanda but i felt like it was like a wanda origin story mm-hmm. more than anything and Catherine Hahn, my new movie. All I heard was my Wanda Orgy first. story. I'm it. I'm just saying. Oh, that'd be okay, too, with that. <laughs> you head out of the gutter. Catherine Hahn. My head's in the gutter always. What? Catherine Hahn. She has my new celebrity movie crush. She played the witch. Oh, yeah. Agnes. Agnes. She was married to Derek and Step Brothers. Uh-huh. Yeah. That wacky, yeah. I have got the hots for her. I like her a lot. I think I like her character. In that. She's I my mean, new celebrity crush. Yeah, I liked her character in the one division. I think it kind of helped piece things together, but I didn't know there was like. I didn't. Her name was Esther. I guess Wanda's name is Scarlet Witch, but I didn't think like she was actually a witch. Even though, and then with Agnes, she's like, "Oh, you're a witch. You're just a special witch." Yeah, like the Mind Stone or whichever yeah. stone it was kind of brought it out of her or something. Oh, yeah. Okay, I thought I thought she was just kind of throwing that out there, but I didn't think it was like really real. But Check out Mrs. Fletcher on HBO Max. I heard, yeah, I heard of that. Watch it. We said something Hall. about that before. It's really good. And we'll stick to Marvel. I also watched episode... I've been... I'm caught up on Falcon and Winter Soldier, so I watched... All four episodes. Man, that fourth episode is lit. Capital L-I-T. What what a ending. Which letter is capital? The, all of them. Oh, wait, all of them? <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm going to go watch them right now. Yeah. I know, I might have to actually watch them now. Because I, I watched the first episode and just didn't have any interest. I, I haven't watched any of them, so... 
But I mean, I the, the, uh, yeah, the person. The thing is, I went to go watch it, and then I saw Class Action Park there, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> he's addicted to that show." Yeah, John Walker. I'm your, I'm your local expert on all dangerous theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Walker. Specialty water parks. <laughs> John Walker in the Falcon Winter Soldier, the the new Captain America, they kind of promote. I guess he's he's a joke. I hate him. I feel bad for the actor. He's getting a lot of hate. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Cause but he plays the character per- perfectly. No. no he's not supposed to be a Captain America. He's supposed yeah. to be John Walker. He just seems like he's he's forcing. He's not... I, I thought of this when I watched it, and now I forgot. Like my, yeah. That's, that's Kurt Russell's son. Yeah, so... He's not Captain America. He's not Chris Evans. Yeah. He doesn't have that's America's ass. That's <laughs> that's Kurt yeah, that's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Who's Goldie Hawn? Oh no. I don't know who Goldie Hawn is. Kate Hudson's mom. Oh. Goldie Hawn? Are you freaking kidding me? Private Benjamin, Wildcats. Yeah. Overboard. Oh, nope. All I keep hearing is boomer. <laughs> I've heard of Goldie Hawn. You don't know who Goldie Hawn is? No. I feel like they they make his character like try I've too hard. I've heard the name Goldie Hawn before, but I don't know if I can. You know who Kurt Russell is, right? Yeah. I feel like I probably heard it in like a Family Guy episode. Oh, the only reason you know who Kurt Russell is because of Guardians of the Galaxy. No, too. I know who Kurt Russell okay, is. Okay, that's good because I was getting worried. <laughs> Mikey, what were you saying? The computer wore television shoes, right? That's what yeah, John was. John Walker, he like tries too hard, I guess. I don't know, like, he wants to get involved, like, he wants to be, like, he wants to be the star of the show, but it's, like, really not about him, I mean, it's really not, I guess you could say, it's it's got Falcon Winter Soldier, I guess it's about them, but, like, they they try to go about it one way, and he's like, no, we gotta do it my way, because I'm Captain America, and we should do it my way, and you should listen to me, and not like work together. And that's why I. Don't I mean, like in his it. defense, he is Captain America, and you should it's probably do what episode Captain episode America show. says. Huh? It's only a six-episode show. I thought it was four. No. No, I think it's six. Yeah. It's six. Oh. Next episode is the sixteenth. I'd be mad if it was four because it left on the a crazy, crazy. Um, cliffhanger. Oh, they're only 47 Crazy. episodes. Yeah. And I wish you guys would watch it so I Alright, I'll it. try and watch it this I, week. I was going to watch episode 2 tonight when I was going to go to bed. I'm going to edit this. This this episode's not going to get out right away. I'm not going to edit what it What do you tonight. work tomorrow? I work 8 to 2. On the trolley? Yeah. You just trolley ride all day? I'm trolley hopping all day. All week? Yeah. Because <clears throat> Chan's out. Yes, the boss is out so you can't train. Yeah. I'm still gonna train, you know. I got the pack, the pa- the package. Yeah. So I'm gonna sit in the bus doing my walk arounds in my head. <laughs> Are you back on spirit? I am, thank God. Yeah, you. Jeez. Friday, you look dead. Like you just wanted to leave. I did. Well, I wanted to get to the track, but um, which I eventually made it to the track, but I would like to have been there earlier. Does. Yeah. Oh well. Does anyone have anything else to add for this? You know, anything um, else they watched? Anything we should watch? Going to watch? Need to watch? Is there um, any movies coming out this next week? I do. I, I want to bring this up now so we all can get ready and so can you guys if you want to, you know, talk with us. 
Mortal Kombat comes out in a couple weeks. Um, I want to do. I talked to Chris about yeah Friday or Thursday. I can't remember. Um, probably Friday because that's the last time I I was on the bus with you. Um, let's do a like a mountain. You know how like ESPN and Fox Sports. Oh, that's right. They do like Mount Rushmores of players. Let's do Mount Rushmores of like basketball movies or something. Yes, like baseball movies, sports movies, basketball sports. movies, baseball movies. I'm I'm picking I'm picking for basketball that. Disney movie with the the girls or the the basketball the team. Man. Hang up on him right now. <laughs> we all know Hoosiers is the best basketball movie in the history of cinema. Uh, the one with Samuel Jackson's not bad. Coach Carter's awesome. Yeah. Let's let's hold on. Let's let's, let's save. I'm him. telling you, don't forget. Have you, since Chris has never heard of it, the fish who saved Pittsburgh is a great basketball film. Let's let's table this for next week. <laughs> Because we're at an hour now, and I don't want to push this to over an hour and a half. Because this will definitely push us there. <laughs> It'll push us longer than that, because me and Tim will start arguing yeah. like we always do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you old son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we have a shower thought? I do. Um, where, did, where did it go? There it is. Oh, okay. Well, I think I remember it. Um, I think we all play video games here. And most of you that listen probably play them. So when you choose your difficulty, think about this. When When you choose easy mode... That makes it hard for the villain. So just think about the villain next time. <laughs> Wait, can we get two? We got two last time. Do you have another one ready? Maybe. Now give me a second. It's okay if you play it on easy. We we, we accept that. <sighs> yeah, that was that was a good one. That's okay if you don't have one. Red Sox are leading their division. They're six and three. Yeah, because Martinez I, hit like nine home runs or something this weekend. I guess so. I guess it's weird that we can easily trust our ability to stand anywhere, but once we get to the edge of a cliff, we're just like, I don't know if I can stand here. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I have mm-hmm. stood on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. And been Frightened for my life. Maybe a good breeze will come by. You forget how to stand all of a sudden. That is Your knees start shaking. Yes. Mom spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Timmy. So since it's late, I'm not going to be able to be as loud as normal. So I'm going to switch it up a little bit here. Uh Uh-oh. Off the cuff. Just take another bite of pizza first or something? <laughs> hey, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get another shower thought? <laughs> no, two's, two's my limit. <laughs> cut away, cut away, cut away. Line? Line? <laughs> oh, man. Come on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was getting a shower thought. Okay, I'll go, I'll go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this fantastic podcast where we talk about all of your and our favorite topics. And check us out wherever you get your favorite podcast, which should be this podcast. And come listen and you'll never wonder who's your nerds.